welcome to the I Created That podcast. On this podcast, you can expect fun, laughter, inspiration, and some amazing tips to help you learn more about business, marketing, and Shopify. I'm your host, Sarah Jansel, a former 20-year corporate veteran and executive turned creative entrepreneur. Today, I'm the CEO of my own company, Jansel & Co., where we help clients build, brand, and grow awesome Shopify stores. I'll be hosting some of my favorite guests on the show to share some exclusive tips about how to start a business, grow a business, and feature some super cool entrepreneurs and business partners who can help you do it too. Let's get started. Welcome to this episode on why custom code doesn't always make sense. I will tell you guys, honestly, I pondered sort of back and forth, back and forth on whether or not I was going to actually speak on this topic in this particular way. But I figured, hey, that's the whole purpose that we have a podcast. And I've had some really interesting client experiences over the past couple of months, even the past couple of weeks, where I've had custom code clients actually coming to me where they've got websites that they aren't able to use. And I am just dumbfounded by this. And part of the reason for that is that they're working with developers and agencies and folks who are creating their vision, but they're doing it in a way that's not usable for the client. And depending on the client and what it is that they're trying to do in their business, if they want to feel empowered and make changes and things like that. Oftentimes with the level of custom code that I'm seeing coming out here, the client is not able to make any of those changes. And what happens is time and time again, they have to go back and back and back to the agency and rack their bill up. And it just becomes a little bit crazy. And so lo and behold, (laughs) here I am on the other end, uh, starting to see lots of clients coming in with what we're calling redesigns, where we're actually redesigning the entire website so that the client is able to actually use it and make changes to their website, which should just be a basic thing. So So this is the whole premise for today's episode. Uh, I want to talk about this because it's a big topic. It is a big trend that I am seeing and I find it to be a little bit concerning because first and foremost, guys, I want to be clear, there is 100% a place for custom code. Okay, 100%. I am not anti-code, but there is definitely a place for that. There's definitely ways that you can use custom code to help make beautiful designs or beautiful tweaks to existing templates and things that will really make your website just up level a notch, right? Really make you look professional and pro. What I am not a fan of is when we see a startup or a small to medium-sized business coming in and wanting to have a developer or an agency or somebody like myself work on a website and create them a Shopify store um, that could otherwise totally be built from a template with some minimal customizations and things like that so that they're empowered and able to use that at the end instead of having to have them come back and just continue to rack up their bill on things where they could be otherwise putting that towards things like their marketing and other efforts that would help them grow that business so that they can get to that point. So I think the sticking point for me here is not that custom code is bad. There's certainly a place for that, but I think it's really about understanding the client and where the client's at. And oftentimes when we have startup to small to medium sized businesses, whether it's the owner or it's the owner in a small team, or, you know, there's somebody that they're working with, who's going to help them to 
maintain their Shopify store and things like that. Custom code just does not make sense from a budget purpose, nor does it make sense from the way that they're able to make changes or not make changes when they need to. And we all know as we're working through things, when we have a new Shopify store, you're going to have all kinds of things come your way, new products, new opportunities, new things you want to say, refinements in your messages, refinements in your website, seasonal changes, all kinds of things. And if you're not able to make simple changes, like I actually had a client the other day where we couldn't even add a button to her store because there was so much code. I was actually quite concerned that if we started to touch that, I didn't know what else it was going to unravel just based on what I was seeing. Um, and so we couldn't even add a button to her store to actually have it go and allow the client to shop properly. So this is just one of the things that we're seeing. So I guess if you're out there and you're listening to this episode right now, know that the custom code is really great, but know that when you're out there and you're looking for somebody to help design your new Shopify business, your new store that you need to be really specific about some of the outcomes that you want to see as a result of that. Now, a lot of us get into these businesses and we're really focused on our product and our craft, our ideal customer, our marketing, like we're wearing all kinds of hats in our business. And oftentimes we're like, I just need someone to take on this one piece, right? Which is the storefront because I maybe don't have the time or the technical know-how, or I'm not interested in learning that. But on the back end of that, once that store is built, what happens? Who's going to be running that? Who's going to need to maintain it? And all of those things. So I'm finding what's actually being missed here isn't this like code or not to code necessarily up front. It's understanding what it is that the client needs and how they want to be able to run their business and maintain that. And then a decision can be made about whether or not custom code is a good thing. Now, the other thing I will say here, and I feel really passionate about this, is that nine times out of 10, when I meet with these clients, maybe even 9.9 out of 10 times, I'm actually going to go that far with clients that I meet and they start to tell me about what it is that their vision is for their Shopify store, how they want it to run, how they want to be able to maintain it, um, you know, things that they want to see in the store. I am usually pretty darn hard pressed not to understand or see a way to do that that does not involve a bunch of custom work or code. Shopify's done an incredible job of developing a lot of really amazing new themes and new templates and with 2.0 and all of the continued iterations that a lot of the amazing developing companies who make these gorgeous templates from are making is really changing the way that we're making websites and how we're actually designing things. And a lot of times it's really boiling down to, is it code or not to code? No, it's not really that. It's how can we actually make sure that we're selecting the right template at the right time for the right client that's going to fit what they need now and as they grow in the future without having to make a lot of changes that they're not going to be able to maintain or handle as they go forward. And of course, we're going to see businesses all the time. It's pretty classic that I see people get into business and one or two years down the road, they're like, okay, this was working for me. <laughs> I had this website built. Uh, it was great at the time, but now I know a lot more about my business and my ideal customer and all those things. Of course you do, right? Because it takes time to actually get to know those things, even if you have a great plan up front. And at that point, they want to make changes. If they need something more advanced at that point, 
probably that's going to make sense. But I have some concerns about some of the things that I'm seeing coming in uh, with all this custom code off the hop, especially when we are talking about big brands. They seem big on paper, but behind the scenes, it's literally an owner and a virtual assistant who are just trying to cobble things together and figure it out. And here's, here's the result, guys. Okay, so here's some things I'm seeing. So new shop owner comes in, they meet with an agency or a developer or a website producer, somebody that can help them put their Shopify store together. Uh, they get wowed by all the amazing things that this person is going to be able to do for them. This person goes and actually delivers it. Uh, and then the person gets it back and A, they don't actually get trained on it, which is another issue. We train all of our clients on everything, no matter what, so that we don't have them feeling like they don't know what to do. And two, they often are not able to make any changes to anything. And so goes the cycle of them going to different places, different developers. Okay, now I'm going to go to Upwork. Now I'm going to go here. Now I'm going to talk to this person. This person has a store and you end up having like five or six or seven different people in some cases, which I feel really bad about seven different people touching one store. One client of mine I've had had seven different developers touch her store and her store is only six months old. Okay, six months old. And when I met with this client, I was like, I totally get the vision. I totally get the dream. I totally know what you're trying to do. But the reality was is she had to keep going to people and re-explaining her story and re-explaining what it was that she wanted to do and try to accomplish simply because she was not given the tools to be able to do it herself, i.e. through training. And B, even if she was trained on how to do it, there's no way she could actually adjust things on her website due to tons and tons and tons and tons of layers of custom code. So lo and behold, here we are doing a redesign. Um, we're going to be able to achieve something just as good, if not even better in this case, uh, and way better on the stand front that this is going to serve her the test of time. She's going to be able to use some of the features and grow with it. And guess what, guys, we are not doing a single line of code. <laughs> okay, outside of what the template already has in it. So this is just something I really want to get out there. I'm feeling really, really passionate about this. If you are going to start a business, make sure you do your research, make sure you do your homework, make sure if you're talking to somebody about developing the thing, the website, the store, the e-commerce platform that is going to be the way of your business in the future, that you are going in well-equipped to understand what it is your developer's doing, why they're doing it, how it's going to be maintained, are you going to be trained, and what are some of the limitations that might come along with them doing that. This is something that I don't think anybody ever thinks of because I think everyone just thinks every website is done with code. It's not. <laughs> it's not uh, Shopify, Wix, Kajabi, like there's every platform out there you're thinking of could have a template. And some of them actually do require a lot of custom tweaks and changes. Some of them do require code, but it is not an absolute. And so I just want to make sure that for those out there that are starting out, hear this and have some eyes wide open so that they know what to ask and what to look for uh, when they're actually going in and trying to develop something new. So uh, really, really hot topic of mine. Uh, this is going to be a quick one today, guys, but I really just wanted to get out there and share this. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. There is a way to maintain this. There is a way to do things, make them look pro, make them look awesome, but not necessarily have it done so in a way that you don't have control of your business. I think it's so important as we're starting things out that we have the ability and the flexibility to start to take some of the feedback that we're hearing from customers based on products, um, you know, all kinds of things, emails, whatever it is, surveys that we're doing, and that we can actually put these things into practice 
practice in real time. You, you have the flexibility to be able to make simple changes, like simple things. Like we couldn't even add a collection in this girl's store because it was layers upon layers of things. You want to be able to do that, add a simple product, make it show up a certain way um, that's really going to help benefit you and your business going forward with limited, you know, uh, hoops and things that you need to jump through to make it look really good. So that's all for today. Uh, my message really is, is sometimes there is a place for custom code, but custom code does not always make sense. And so do your homework. If you're out there, uh, do a consult, make sure you're asking all the questions. Guys, I also want to put it out there that a lot of times these agencies, these developers, um, folks that are actually doing this, they're doing it because they that's what they know how to do. Um, it is not every single person out there who understands how to use Shopify. It is not every single developer out there that is affluent and how to use the tool, how to leverage the things within existing templates to make them look amazing and custom and repurpose them in different ways. It's just not a skill. A lot of times when I am seeing these clients come in like this, uh, it is a situation where the person normally works in a completely different platform, but they want to take this client on. So they've developed it in this certain way. Uh, so make sure you know who you're getting. Make sure, you know, are they a Shopify partner? What other Shopify websites have they developed? Do they have some examples? Things like that. Things so that you know that you can equip yourself. It's it's no harm, no foul. It's definitely not the intention. I am sure of the person on the other end. They're just trying to recreate or create the dream uh, for the client, but it needs to be done in a way that makes sense and that is functional manageable and is going to work for you. If I can't say this anymore, we should not be building a business that works against you. We should be building a business that works for you and you should know exactly what you need to do to go forward. So that's it for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, my little passion rant about when custom code just doesn't make sense. Uh, there is a place for it, but I hope this helps as you're looking to go out there and find someone amazing. Uh, of course, you can always check us out at jancelandco.com. Uh, we do a whole bunch of things and we'd be happy to consult or even do an audit for you if you're looking for some answers. Uh, but with that, have yourselves a great day and we'll catch you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it helped you learn more about starting a business, growing a business and doing more on Shopify. If you love this episode, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Your ratings and comments will go a long way to ensuring more people can find this podcast and all of the helpful tips that come along with it. And if you're looking for more awesome tips, you can follow me on Instagram at, at Sarah Jansel or my business at Jansel & Co. Or if you're just starting out and looking to build a Shopify store, make sure you hop on over to my website at www.janselandco.com slash free guide for the latest tips on how to be successful. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.